I believe in Hashem. I trust in Hashem. There never is a moment when that I am alone and I'm on my I believe and I trust in Hashem because I understand that He's holding my hand and every step is perfectly planned. He's holding me high. I believe and I trust in Hashem. When it comes to the end of Hanukkah, this Zois Hanukkah, which is today, the reason why it's called Zois Hanukkah is as follows. When the Yidden built up the Mishkan, every Shevet, the, there are 12 Shvatim, every Shevet had a chance to bring a carbon to on the Mizbeach. But not just a carbon, if you open up the Parshish Nasai in Chumash Bamidbar, they brought a lot of stuff. They brought a lot of special stuff for Chanukas HaMizbeach. What does it mean, Chanukas HaMizbeach? When you start using the Mizbeach, just like when a child comes to Cheder, they make a whole thing about it. They throw candies, he learns, he says olive base and, and stuff. When you start using the Mizbeach, also use special Karbanais. And who brought the Karbanais? All the Yitten, not themselves, their Nasi, their leader, the leader of each Shevet. So the first day, Shevet Yehuda. The Nasi of Shevet Yehuda was Nachshain ben Aminadav, the son of Aminadav. Why was Yehuda first, not Reuven? Because Yehuda was the first, Nachshain ben Aminadav was the one who jumped into the Yamsuf first. Because he jumped in, that's why he brought first. And after him came Yisachar. Yisachar learns a lot of Taira. Then Zavulan, who gives a lot of tzedakah for learning Taira, and so on and so forth. After the 12 days, which began Rishchidosh Nisan, until Yud Bey's Nisan, every Shevet, 12 Shvatim, brought, except for Shevet Levi. Aaron Akayin, who's from Shevet Levi, felt bad. Everyone else is bringing besides me. So Hashem said to him, don't worry. You're doing something, you're going to be doing something so special, it's going to start now. They did their job, and they're over with. Your job is beginning now. What are you going to do? You're going to light the menorah. Aaron Akain is lighting the menorah in the Mishkan, which also means he's lighting up the Neshamais of the Yidden. That's what it means, Baha'a Leischa Es 
you're going to light the menorah. So when the Torah finishes telling us about the 12 Shvatim, it ends off by telling us, it tells you, it calculates everything together and tells you how many donations and gifts and karbanos all the Yitten together brought. And the words that's used is Chanukas Hamizbeach. That's why today, when they read all the days of Hanukkah, they read part of this parsha of the Nesim. When it comes today, the eighth day of Hanukkah, we read till the end of the Nesim, where it says Chanukas Hamizbeach. Now, it's not Hanukkah time when they brought it. They brought it in Nisan. And that's why when it comes to Nisan, we read the Nasi. So why do we read it in the Torah during Hanukkah? Because by Hanukkah, they had to rededicate the, the Mizbeach. Because the Yavanim, the Greeks, messed it up. So they had to do a new Hanukkah Mizbeach. That's why we read during the eight days of Hanukkah, that part of the Torah, and on the eighth day, we have a few days left because we're twelve. So we finish up the rest, and we say Zois Chanukah Samizbeach. Hashem also told Aaron that the karbanos that they brought was only until now, and there will come a time when karbanos are going to stop. You know when? The base of Mikdash is destroyed. Chas v'shalom. But your work of lighting the menorah will never stop. Hanedes halolu enon betelen lo'olam. Your lights will never stop. The menorah will never stop. What? It did stop after the base of Mikdash was destroyed. No. We are continuing the lights of Armenida are like the lights that Aaron Akayan lit in the base in the Mishkan. Later the Kayan Gadol in the base Hamikdash. Wow. So our lights are mamish like the lights of the menorah in the Mishkan and the Mikdash, which are forever. So when Hanukkah is over, we have to know Hanukkah is not over. Because just like I told you, Aaron lights the neshamas. He gives a special kayach, a strength to our neshamas. The same thing that when we light the menorah from the beginning of Hanukkah till the end of Hanukkah, the lights that we see are in two places. Number one, on the menorah that you're lighting. And number two, it's in your neshama. And do you know how many lights we light all together? If we count up, one at plus two, plus three, plus four, plus five, plus six, plus seven, plus, plus eight, you have 36. You know what 36 lights remind us? Of the 36 hours of the archetype, the special light that Hashem gave to the world, from the first Friday morning until after Shabbos. Friday morning, it got light. 
Friday evening, nighttime, did not get dark. The light kept on shining. And Shabbos day, it kept on shining. <clears throat> so you had three times 12 hours, 36. That's why these 36 lights of Armenaira, the lights are so holy that we can't use it yet. Because that's a special light that Hashem put aside for the tzaddikim when Mashiach comes. We are all tzaddikim. So we're all going to enjoy it then. So the 36 lights of the menorah are the same lights. The Kedusha, the holiness, from the first Shabbos. And it goes into your neshama, it gives you kayach for the whole year. So we go away from Hanukkah, taking along the light. We take Hanukkah along with us. So here is a story about the lights of Hanukkah and a miracle how somebody was saved by the lights of Hanukkah. Like I've told you many times, that when you hear a story that you heard already before, it's even better than hearing a new one. Yes, it's entertaining to hear a new one, but if you hear a, again and again a story, then you remember the details better. As a matter of fact, in Hayoimim it says that the Tzemach Tzedek had a special Hanukkah party for bringing with the family. And one of the things that will go on there, they will tell stories and repeat the same stories every single year. So here is a story. Probably everyone knows, but it's good to hear it again because of the lesson. Reb Baruch was a great tzaddik, and people would come from all over for Hanukkah. Because when he would light the menorah in his shul, it was such a special time and such a special feeling more than any other time of the year. So people made sure to come to him for Hanukkah. One Hanukkah, Rebarach was surrounded by all of his chassidim, and he made the brachas, it's the first night, so he made three brachas, and when he finished, he lit the, the first light. And then everyone started to sing Anedis Halalu. As soon as he finished singing Anedis Halalu, and they began singing other songs, they noticed something very strange with this light. The light sort of jumped off the menorah and started to float upwards into the room that everyone's able to see how it's moving. It's moving across the shul as if it's heading somewhere. And it went right through the window and disappeared into the darkness of the night. Everyone was mystified. What's this all about? And they all turned to the Rebbe. The Rebbe might explain it. The Shamash went over and said, maybe 
It should be relit. Rebbe says, no. You don't have to relight it. The flame is going on a mission to make a Kiddush Hashem. Just be patient and you'll find out. Everybody sat down around the table and the Rebbe made a Fabrengen and said, Divri Torah, and they sang Nagunim, they said, Lachayim. A few hours passed. It was around midnight when suddenly those who were sitting near the window, which was near the menorah, they suddenly noticed, hey, the flame came back and went right back to its place on the menorah and shining even better than nicer than before. Rebbe, Rebbe, the flame came back. The Rebbe didn't seem surprised at all. The Rebbe said, just wait a few more minutes and you'll find out the answer to this mystery. A few minutes later, they heard a horse and wagon pulling up right in front of the shul. In walks Reb Moshe. He was one of the closest Hasidim to Reb Baruch. He comes in on his face, you could see he didn't look very well. Looks like he went through a lot of pain or something happened. His clothes were dirty, very unusual for someone like Reb Moshe to come into shul this way. But they understood that he will have what to tell. Reb Baruch gave him Shalom Aleichem and told him, wash up, Davimayrev, light the menorah, eat something, and then join us far for Brengen, and you will share your story with us. And that's exactly what happened. After he lit the menorah and had something, he stood up, and Rebarach introduced him and said, and Hanukkah, one is to tell about the miracles that Hashem made in the days of Hanukkah by Yom HaMahim, and also Bizman in our days. So, Reb Moshe, tell us your story. Moshe cleared his throat, and he said, every, every Hanukkah, I love coming to my Rebbe. This Hanukkah too, I planned on coming even a day earlier. But Hashem has His plans. I started to travel. And as was, I was in the forest, it was very easy to travel because it was a pathway. But coming from behind the mountains far, far away from here, I did not know that I'm traveling into a big winter storm. And it got so stormy, it was very hard to travel further, but I kept on going. I didn't want to be late. I wanted to arrive at Hanukkah. That was my plan. But you know what happened? 
I knew it takes a few days, so I was trying to rush. <coughs> when it started to get dark, I usually stop off at a hotel or an inn and sleep through the night because it's not safe to travel in the forest at night. There are hungry wolves, sometimes robbers. I knew it's not safe. On the other hand, I thought I want to rush. Let's get the trip over with already. And Rebaruch suddenly looked at him and says, Uh-uh. A yid has to follow Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch says, Never put yourself in danger. Well, I guess I made a mistake. I started to travel into the darkness of the night when suddenly I felt the arms of two men grabbing me. And they asked me for my money. I told them I don't have any money. I just have a little change. And they said to me, it can't be true. Regular people don't travel in the darkness of the night. Only rich business people who are rushing to the market or rushing to a business deal will travel during the night. So where, where are you hiding your money? I don't have anything. They started to search and they couldn't find anything. Come to our place. We'll figure it out. They sat down in the driver's seat and they drove the horse and wagon to their secret hiding place. They had a black house. Once they came in there, the captain greeted them and said, oh, who do you got here? He says he has no money. Ha ha. The captain went over and said, Come on, tell us where your money is. Where are you hiding it? This is all I have. They took all of his belongings, brought it into the house, and they put him into a room in the basement. You're not coming out of the room until you tell us where your money is. What is he going to do now? The whole night, he was saying to Hillam, The whole day he was stuck in that room. It's already out of Hanukkah. He says, it was no fun being there. I I wanted so much to be by the rabbi. And it's already getting late in the day. It's almost time to light the menorah. And in my mind, I was picturing the rabbi lighting the menorah. It's already starting to get dark. It's already Hanukkah. I'm stuck. Suddenly, the captain of the robbers came into the room and said to me, listen, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you out free. I'm going to give you back all your stuff. But you should know, you're going into a forest that even my my men are very scared of going because there are hungry wolves Most people can't come out alive from this forest. But I'm going to let you out because I want to make a test, an experiment. You see, 
I'm really a Jew. And I wasn't living the way a Jew should live. And the reason is because I wasn't thinking that Hashem cares much about me. So I'm going to make an experiment right now and see if Hashem cares about the Jewish people, how He watches the Jewish people. I'm going to let you out of this forest. You're going to go out. If you come out of the forest alive, it's only because Hashem is watching you and protecting you. And if I see that happens, I'm going to do Teshuvah. So take this cloth, this white cloth, a handkerchief. I want you to put it in your pocket. And when you get out of the forest, if you make it out alive, take it and stick it under the big rock at the end of the forest, right before the city. And I, tomorrow, by daytime, I'll send my men to look for the cloth. If they find it and bring it to me, that means that Hashem is protecting us. Hashem cares about us, cares about me. I'm going to become a good Yid once again. Now go. But Moshe said, he told me to go. I didn't even know where to go. But he said, go. So I pictured in my mind the holy face of our tzaddik, the Rebbe, Rebbaruch, picturing him by the menorah. And I started to travel into the forest, not knowing any directions. But as soon as I got into the forest, suddenly a miracle happened. I saw a flame, a flame that was floating in the air, I figured I should follow it. And I started to follow it. And we're going and going through the forest. And it, sometimes it turns right, sometimes it turns left. We kept on following it all the way. And guess what? There were hungry wolves running towards us with their mouths open with large, big teeth. But as soon as they saw the flame, they got frightened and ran away. None of them touched us. And we came safely out of the forest. I took the cloth, put it under the big rock, and here I am, Baruch Hashem. Happy to tell about, talk about the miracle that you have all seen. Baruch thanked him for telling the story and said the lesson from the story is that the flame of the menorah, the first night and the second night and the third night of all the nights is what gives us also direction for the whole year to know how to serve Hashem and how to make it through the darkness of the Gullus. Yetzirah is trying to confuse us, but we got the lights of the menorah of Hanukkah that will last with us for the whole year. The best thing is, 
that we're going to be zoichet to see the lights on the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi Bekar of Mamash. A good tag.